0: Guys, welcome back. I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is Steady Focused. <laughs> so, you, you know, guys, today we're here at Midwestern State University, and we are with some of the, the brightest, um, most talented, the future, of not only, you know, Wichita Falls, but I know you guys are going to be branching out across the United States and the world. So it's an honor to be here talking with you guys today. So who hired your PR agent and should you fire them, right? And you're like, what the heck, what are we doing? Why are we talking about this? We're gonna get into that. Thank you, Jesse Brown. He was the one who invited me to come and talk today. Um, Jesse, I met at Hager Communications, had the honor of working on his his campaign where he was actually elected into city council and became the youngest city councilor in Wichita Falls history, right? Jesse's a great dude and it was an honor to work with him. Who am I and why should you care, right? I mean, let's get to it. Let's get right down to the point. Who is this dude? So let's talk about a boy. Uh, grew up born in the San Joaquin Valley in California. Uh, my mom was an orange packer, you know, working the, the lines in the, in the orange fields. She was pregnant with me. My dad was a truck driver. Uh, you know, we grew up, money was not something that we had. Uh, probably a lot of you guys can relate to that. And. Uh, so seven years old, they divorced. I moved to New Mexico, right? End up in New Mexico, shit got hard, and we got a new stepdad, and uh, a lot of abuse came into the house, and it was just really rough. And it was it was really hard time from seven until sixteen. And sixteen years old, thankful to God, we got a new uh, stepfather, and I moved to Iowa Park, right? So I did my time in Iowa Park, Texas, right? That's how I like to say it. Graduated with honors there. It was a uh, It was a great moment because when we were living in New Mexico, you know, we were uh, my whole family. We were categorized as just uh, the the losers or the ones that can never make it or forget about these guys or Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're in my class. We didn't have a chance, and then we got out right. And uh, so I'm just thankful for that. Graduated from Iowa Park, Texas. I did two years at Midwestern State University. Very, you know, thankful that that I've been in your shoes. And uh, so my second year, my grades started slipping. Why? Rock and roll, okay? So it was, uh, I have a song in my heart as my grandmother would tell me. And uh, so I had to make the choice. What am I gonna do? Am I gonna go full-time rock and roll? Or am I going to commit and be a college student? I chose rock and roll. And so my twenties were all about rock and roll. I toured the country and uh, opened up for some of my hero bands playing to thousands and thousands of people. Learned a lot, and uh, I was the front man. I was the hype man, getting people going. You know me. So, um, you know, just riling it up, singing. So we were uh, kind of a hardcore metal band, but at times there was some beauty, and um, it was not uncommon to have the ladies in the front crying at the end of a song, you know? Um, It was emotional, you know, and and for me it was great because I was able to take the hardships and I basically I I could just let it out in front of a lot of people thousands of people and like damn this dude's crazy or whatever but um it was a healing process for me and I learned a lot I managed the band I was doing the graphics for the band um in addition to performing and so the 20s kind of came to an end and I I was still in love with being a creative so I said okay you know the band's done what am I going to do so I took this uh this passion that I have with graphic design and I kind of went full force with it. And so I was sharing portfolio pieces. I was working with as many people as I could. I was making up clients, creating work for them, just keeping it going. And I was sharing what I was doing along the way, sharing what I was doing. And so after about a year and a half of that, that's where um, Hager came into my life. Mrs. Jackie Hager. She was seeing, and now you're gonna kind of see how this kind of starts tying in. Jackie was seeing, what I was projecting, what I was sharing, who the story that I was telling myself as, right? Here's this graphic artist. He's this guy who's doing big things. He's working with clients. So Jackie saw me, um, what I was pushing out on online and she reached out to me and said, hey, I've got this thing going, it's called Hager Communications. And I've been working with some freelance people at the time. There were no um, permanent employees, right? At Hager Communications. Well, she had one receptionist. And so, Simeon, why don't you come work for me? I was like, you know, I didn't know Jackie at the time. I was like, who are you? You know, um, are you gonna be in Wichita Falls for a little bit, because I need security. So of course I found out real quickly, Jackie is a rock. And so I did five and a half years with Hager up until about six, seven weeks ago. And uh, I'm no longer with Hager, but Jackie's still a mother figure to me. She's still a mentor to me. And she and I grew the company to, like I was saying, the, the national contender that Hager Communications is right now, clients all across the United States. And, uh, you know, there were some of the highlights were sitting down at tables. Again, you know, remember, this is, this is where it was. Remember this boy, you know? And uh, so here we are at Hager and we're sitting down at these tables and multi-million dollar deals are being discussed and closed. And they're asking my opinion. What do you think, Simeon? Because I had been presenting myself as someone who knew something, right? And I was projecting that out. So I was curating myself. I was giving the impression, hey, this dude can be trusted and he knows what he's talking about. So very, very thankful for my time with Hager. It was an honor. Jackie, again, is still a mother figure to me and she is a mentor and I learned a lot. And that energy that you saw today is real. 24 hours a day, that's how it is. First thing when she comes in at seven o'clock in the morning to when she goes to bed at four o'clock in the morning or whatever. It's real, she's an honest person, and I love it. So about two years ago, I started Steady Focused. That was, well, you could see it. So I, real quickly, I transitioned from graphic design into photography and video while I was with Hager. I was doing it on the side, Jackie loved it, let's work together, and that became what I am most focused on right now you could say I'm steady focused and so about two years ago year and a half ago I started this show steady focused and what it is it's just basically documenting my growth as a photographer videographer things that I've learned questions that I have and we keep going around and now it's it's not uncommon for every week I'm talking to the biggest photographers and videographers across the world, I interview them, pick their brain, what are they doing right, what were their failures, what were their struggles, and reverse engineer it because I want to know how did they get to where they're at because I want to be the best, right that's I want to be the best. I want to be my best that I can be, right we're all going to die. every single one of us in this room is going to be dead, and <laughs> chokes me up because uh, it's a fact, and while I'm here I want to I just want to grow and be the best that I can be. And so steady focused came on. And so that's kind of paralleling then about uh, whatever, I don't know how much it was, but three months before Christmas Eve, I put in my three month resignation at Hager. Simeon, what are you going to do? Where are you going to leave? I don't know. I'm going to go freelance. I'm going to figure it out. But I just know, Jackie, I love you guys. But now it's it's time for me to get out of the nest. And so I gave the three-month resignation. I was getting myself situated. I was gonna go freelance. And then, uh, you know, I just think it was a God thing, but I saw an advertisement at United Regional. You know, you guys know there are the, the hospital here in town. It's uh, North Texas area, area's biggest hospital. And they had been, uh, they're looking for photographer, videographer, social media guy. I'm like, hey, you know, I could do that. I know they got good benefits, right? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and hey. <laughs> That, that's my little man right there. He's my man, seven years old, about to be. Man, it's important, you know, when you start getting older, like, I gotta have like good benefits. I gotta take care of my family. So, but I was like, man, they're not gonna go for me. You know, again, my self doubt was coming in and I applied and uh, lo and behold, they told me, they were literally watching me thinking how cool would it be if we could get Simeon on our team. But man, he's a Hager. Cause I didn't tell anybody until my last day that I was leaving Hager, I didn't make it public. So anyway, for the last six and a half weeks, so I've been at United Regional and that's my day job, right? So I'm putting it down there and that's that's what I do, you know, photography and videography and positivity. That's the message that I curate and that I'm sharing. And so I just wanna talk to you guys about, we are all marketers, everyone in this room, right? Every one of us, some of you guys might be IT, some of you guys might be, I don't know what you guys are doing with it, but you look like, like you're kicking somebody's ass. Maybe it's football, I don't know, but you guys look like you're taking care of business. So, but you know, some of, us are, some of us are marketers. Some of us are, hey, I'm a numbers guy. Some of us are computer science majors, but every single one of us in this room is a marketer and we are advertising reps. What are you talking about, Simeon? I don't get it. Our number one client is ourselves. Ourselves. Every day, Every day, we tell our story by the way we talk, the way we dress, and the way we present ourselves online. And everyone in this room is an influencer. Okay, we say, man, I don't have a thousand followers on XYZ, I only got this and that. Somewhere, you guys have a young one watching you, right? To them, you're Hercules, you're the greatest thing in the world. Everyone in this room is influencing people daily and we're telling people, like me, hate me, I'm gonna inspire you, I'm gonna turn you off, right? So every single one of us is running our own PR agency and, and the product is ourselves. And that goes both ways. That goes for what am I sharing online that is telling people, that's telling Hager Communications, that's telling United Regional, hey, this is a good guy. I wanna trust million dollar decisions with this dude. Or, hey man, this guy hates his life. He hates everyone around him. He's negative all the time. You know, so just, that, that's just what I wanna point out. That dichotomy that, do I hate things? I do hate things at times, but I know it's not gonna do good to focus on those. So what are you guys saying about you? You know, I, I don't know, we could go through right now and not only what, how do we look, but like, let's pull up everybody's Instagram. Let's pull up everybody's Snapchat. You know, let's pull up everybody's Facebook. Like, how are we representing ourselves? And I'm not saying this to say, like, let's be fake. Fuck no. The furthest thing from that, be real, right? Be real. It's cool to be real. But I'm just saying, keep it in mind. Because you guys are growing up in a world, it's there, right? Whether you like it or not, your entire life is being documented and judged. Know that. Whether you think, ah, oh, man, nobody's watching me. People are watching you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. All of it. All of it. So what do you wanna be known for? What do you wanna be known for? I mean, literally, what do you wanna be known for? Like, man, I wanna be known because I wanna be the best tennis player on earth. Does anybody know that? Have you told anybody that? Have you said, man, I I wanna be the best. When you're sitting around dinner table with with your family, with your mom, your dad, your grandma, do they know what your dream is? Can they tell you what your dream is? So what are you projecting or do they just think? Man, they're pissed off and they hate life. And I get it, like, screw my dad. I don't even want to, t- I don't want to talk to my dad. Okay, cross him out. The people that you love, do the people that you love and care about know what you care about? Curate what you share. This is powerful guys. So write this down, if you haven't heard this and you don't know about curate what you share, this is powerful. My man, Sean McCabe, he is a, uh, he's a powerful, he, He's growing a business, you guys can look him up. I I could talk about Sean McCabe for hours, but curate what what you share. So I made a conscious decision. I wanna be known for photography, videography and positivity, that's it. So when you guys look at my Instagram feed, what are you gonna see on there? You see photos, like badass photos of me doing my best. You're gonna see me interviewing the best from across the world and you know and then you'll see some human stuff right every once in a while I'll drop that in just to but i am very conscious about what i share you get on my facebook what are you going to see you're going to see a lot of positivity you're going to see uh kind of the same thing and if so if i'm in my mind i'm like man i want to be a comic book illustrator that's it then share that share that share that and all this other stuff are there other things that i love do i still love rock and roll do i still love whatever, putting holes in walls, all of this. Yes, I'm into all that. But for this season in my life, I'm being focused to tell you this is what I'm into. Noise versus building a brand, noise. So what happens when we're sitting here, maybe this young lady, she starts singing the most beautiful song in the world. We're captivated, right? Like, oh my gosh, it's so quiet in here she sounds so beautiful. Let's just listen to this. But while she's doing that, what happens when construction starts happening over here? Uh, Okay, you know, it's, it's so good. And then the guys in the back, they're having this loud conversation. And then over here, these guys over here are doing a cooking show and all this other stuff starts going on. It's like, man, I can't really hear that beautiful sound anymore. What's going on? It just sounds like noise. It's just noise. That's exactly how it is for us on our Instagram, on our social network, everything. When we're sitting down with dinner, if, if we're talking about all this stuff, I can't get where you're coming from. I'm like, oh, she's into this, but man, she's kind of into this, but she's into that. And that's what I'm saying, curate what you share. Let that be your thing for this season in your life. And that's what we're gonna share. That's what I'm gonna share is I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be the best photographer, videographer, filmmaker I can be, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share positivity. Because if I'm sharing all this other stuff, all my other interests, all my other passions, as Sean says, people are automatically gonna judge you. Because, I mean, we got too much shit going on, right? I mean, I got too much to understand and, and try and figure you out. So I'm gonna judge you and put you in a box. Oh, this is what I think this guy's into. Curate what you share, tell me what you do and consistently keep telling me that. Oh man, I get it, that dude right there, Man, he's the golfing champion of the world. I know it. How do I know that? Because that's all he talks about. So perception is reality. Perception is reality. Whether it's real or not, like it or not, that's how it is. So again, steady focused. I'm focused on photography, video, and positivity. Perception is reality. So if I keep hearing from this young lady all the time, she's going to be the best hairdresser in the world, whatever. And then it gets to the time where it's time for me to get my hair cut. I'm like, dang, I don't know. Oh, wait, Chanel or whatever, you know? Dang, man, she's been posting great things. I'm gonna come to her. And that's exactly, and you say, well, shit, man. Is this real? Does this really work? It works. It's a fact of life. And I have lived it in my own life. Yes, it does. Touring the band. When I was touring across the entire country, right? I was curating what I would share. You talk to anybody during my 20s, what does this dude do? He rocks people's faces off. He's a songwriter. He's a performer. He's working, as, he's working as hard as he can. At the time, that season in my life, we were the greatest rock and roll band in the world. And that was it. That's it. That's the only thing I wanted to be known for. And that's what we're focusing on. And if you asked anybody, damn, man, send me in. And the bands that we reached that level, the nationally touring bands, yeah, of course, come up, because that's all you talk about. And that's what we see. Hager Communications, I got on with Jackie because I was curating what I was sharing. Steady focused, the way that I get these people across the country, hit them up on their Instagram. Man, can, will you talk with me? I don't know, let's, whoa, man. Okay, this guy's pretty good photography, he's doing all. Yeah, let's do it. United Regional, I was curating what I was sharing. So just think about the long game, long game. We're gonna be doing this for a long time, right? some of us in this room are 20 some of us are 30 some are 38. okay we're gonna be doing this for a long time so it'd be like okay i gotta go home today and i gotta fix my whole life i gotta get everybody in the world right now to know right this second that that i'm xyz it's gonna take some time allow ourselves the time to grow okay allow it the time to nurture and just let it be and enjoy the ride enjoy the ride okay so Think long game, think I'm doing this because I love it. Don't do it because, oh man, I I gotta get a result from this guy today. Like, get your mind right. Brian Myers, okay? This is a a man who uh, I went to high school with. He leaves my sophomore year. I haven't seen this dude in forever Every once in a while I see him online, but you know, it's kind of sporadically, but I, I know he went to war. I know he became a Green Beret. I know he was special forces. I know he was in battle a lot, but he and I had lost touch. Um, and I, I could talk about this man a whole lot, but I thought, why don't I let Brian talk to you guys and let's kind of tie this all together. So please, and, I'm, and I mean this when I say it, Please help me honor a man who's fought for our country. And I'd like to introduce Mr. Brian Myers. Come on up.
1: Appreciate it, man. It's good
0: to see you. So Brian, like I said, it was eight tours in the war, Green Beret, Special Forces. This man has literally been around the world in some of the most difficult places on earth. And how did we come back together, Brian? And if you want to use the mic, do it or nah, use your voice. I, I
1: speak loud enough uh, with the Texas draw, but whatever it is, uh, I've been following you for a while and it's exactly what he's speaking about is why I contacted him, is his energy. And basically I just hit you up on social media. It's like, hey, let's grab a coffee. Cause you know, I, I travel the world quite a bit to this day do, doing humanitarian aid. And what I realized very quickly is I have this network around the world to do what I want to do, but it's weak because I didn't have any roots back home. And then when I built those roots, I wanted to build it with people that shared the same mindset and energy that I have, because I know what I want to do and I want to know what I want to be remembered as. And that's what I present on my social media, is I want to be remembered for changing the world. And that's what we do every day with my companies uh, and that's why I hit him up on, on social media. I was like, hey, dude, we gotta grab a coffee. And he's like, yes, instantly he was like, yes, let's do it Saturday. And then life happened. And then again, hey, let's, we're gonna meet this Saturday. Life happened. And finally we're like, look, I'm not doing anything. What are you doing right now? And we sat down last week.
0: <laughs> and, we're, and we're having coffee. So Brian knows me as, oh, I remember this guy from high school. He was pretty cool. I, I remember, you know, a little bit, but he had been watching me online and he knows Man, this dude does video. He cares about what he's doing. And so that's what we're talking about. So it's not gonna be at all a stretch of the imagination that very soon I'm gonna be following this man to Iraq, I'll be following this man to Iran, I'll be following this man to the Middle East, documenting what he's doing. You know, he's out of the Green Berets, but his focus is humanitarian aid across the world. And be like, man, okay, well that's going on over there. What about what about our right here in the United States? When we had the hurricanes, this man got as many people as he could and he went down to the hurricanes and he was helping people for Harvey and all this in Houston, okay? He's a world humanitarian, okay? And we have come back together because of
1: what I've been sharing. And talk about the people you attract because of what you share. You know, it's, it's interesting to see it. I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, uh, the speech so far because the discussion's great. What I gather is, I rely solely on my social media. I, I can't stress it enough. It sounds, you know, a lot of the points he's making are actually, I live those thoughts and, and those points constantly. I was able to infiltrate ISIS-controlled Mosul last year off of my Instagram. Of course, I, I have networks all over the world. I, have, I work with all kinds of agencies. But what got me into Mosul was the dude I met on Instagram. And it's because what I was putting out on my social media caught their attention. They knew that I was wanting to go to Iraq. They knew that uh, the unit I was with in the military actually stood up the Iraqi Special Operations Forces. The only people that were fighting against ISIS in the Middle East was this unit that we built from scratch. So it never settled well with me that we left. It never settled well with me that I couldn't keep my commitment to my brethren. So we went back. I got out, made some life decisions. I walked away from everything that I know. I walked away from, I've made a lot of money in my life, and I've spent a lot of money in my life doing humanitarian aid because I knew what I wanted to do, my passion was helping, and the war wasn't the answer. And the one thing that I learned over that time was just that right there, is love's the answer. You can't kill your way into peace. And that's what I share on my social media, and that's what grabbed people's attention, was these Iraqis saw that. I didn't want to go there to, to land some security contract. I didn't want to go there to be some cool guy. I wanted to go there because I gave a shit. And they reached out to me. All of my funding is from private, uh, what flew me to Afghanistan or, or Iraq was Iraqis. I had a businessman hit me up and say, hey, I'll pay for your plane ticket. And of course, backside of me is going, am I gonna end up on a YouTube video <laughs> in, an, in an orange jumpsuit? But I did enough vetting. I knew enough people to say, hey, is this guy real? You know, I, I know a lot of key people around the world uh, from prime ministers down. I'm hitting people up and say, hey, is this guy real? Is he really in the unit? And then I showed up to Missoula, and it was all based on what I was putting out there on my social media. And when you when you talk about expressing yourself and what you're talking about is who you wanna be, you have to define that. I, I, I am the realest person I can be on social media. I am real, I am blunt, I'm also fun. But I don't hold anything back, because. I want you to know who I am because I want you to support me for me. I'm not going to buy followers. I'm not going to do any of this other crap that they're going to tell you to do. I'm not telling you to not do that, but know who you are and what you're willing to sacrifice. And I'm not willing to sacrifice my integrity on my social media. It's who I am because I need the people. My life is literally at risk due to these things. So sorry to go on. I'll go on a lot of tangents. No, I drink a lot of great. coffee. So.
0: so, guys, put your hands together one more time for Brian. <laughs> Brian, Thanks, I, I, if. Uh, Thank you. If people want to find you online, where can they check you out?
1: Uh, the Bearded Brian is my my personal Instagram. Uh, I own Raise the Black. It's um, another Instagram. Uh, it's for raising money for Iraqi's uh, widows, for the I S O F widows. I also own the World's My Country Foundation. Uh, that's at T or at W I M C F at the Bearded Brian, and at Raise the Black. So Thank appreciate you. it, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you. One more time for Brian.
1: So guys just kind of
0: want to leave this with you right now just be thinking okay be consciously aware what are you projecting and how are you representing whatever it is that you are projecting okay and again yes be a human this isn't saying okay well Simeon told me I got to run a fake life so I can impress this girl across the way that's not at all what I'm saying I'm saying just be aware of what you are projecting Be aware that you are influencing people. You are leaving an impression. Love yourself. And fuck hate. (laughs) Right? Because it's not going to do me any good to focus on all the hate I have for someone else. Because that's all inside of my own mind anyway. And all that's going to do is set me back. So guys, until next time, I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is Steady Focused.